Yeah. And, and th- you know, but it's funny because I think we came up with some really legitimately interesting solutions in like 15 minutes spur of the moment. So why can't the league fix the awful weekend, you know? Welcome to Lowering the Rim. You go to the hole and shine. We tell them about practice, man. <laughs> All right, we're here, Lowering the Rim podcast. Got Nick Deneff, Drew, Caleb, Keegan. So I was thinking about this whole AD trade situation, and I was wondering if there's a breaking point for fan backlash to player empowerment. Um, and the Cavs are kind of an interesting case study because the first time LeBron left, you know, people were outraged. The second time he left is almost like Cavs fans understood it. I mean, at least that's the public perception you kind of get, but it was just making me wonder, is there, is there a point where players basically use franchises and leave a trail of carnage, you know, of all these fans who feel used by them? Um, or have we flipped to a place where it's actually fans don't watch that way anymore anyways. They're not cheering for a particular team. They're cheering for a player like many of you know LeBron's fans kind of move moved from the Cavs to the Heat to the Lakers. Yeah, I, uh, I think in some ways we're already at that point. Uh, like when we went and saw the Pacers play, there were very, there was very little Pacers gear in the stands <laughs> and there was probably 5,000 Steph Curry jerseys, you know? Yeah. Um, he, and he got a huge cheer. Yeah, he it did. It was like he, he was the Pacers best player. Yeah. Um, and part, part of the reason for that, um, is the fact that people in Indianapolis can follow Steph Curry. Like they couldn't have followed a player on the West coast when we were coming up. Uh, I was probably a teenager before I saw uh, a live basketball game that didn't involve the Detroit Pistons. Um, and the highlights you see at the end of the day, you know, before Sports Center, um, they were local highlights. Um, so there's just access to players across the country and an opportunity to follow individuals that just wasn't there. So that's probably a part of it, too. Yeah. Do you, do you think that that's a, a good thing for the league or is it? does it take away from that sense of like local identity and yeah i mean it's it's kind of you know it's when things change it's hard to tell if if the feelings that you have about them are just nostalgia you know if you just liked things the way that they were and or or if things really are getting worse and this is probably some of each you know you you really do lose that um identification with the, the sort of neighborhood team um, and in terms of it being, you know, it's good for teams that have superstars. If you don't, if you're the Pacers and you go to the arena every night and hear the fans cheer more for the other team and, you know, and the other team's stars are the only reason you can sell tickets. It's, it's not was good. That, was that really the sense you got that all of the... Oh, yeah. All, let me... Let any, me all the Indianapolis people oh, were yeah. cheering for yeah. the Warriors... Let me give you an anecdote as to as to how bad it was. Now, granted, some of the context is that Victor Oladipo, their star, was injured. But so he just recently got injured, and they had this table 
before the game where you could like go over and sign, you know, a get well soon Victor Oladipo. And, you know, even in the game, they had like a, a Victor Oladipo does a message to the fans from the hospital, you know, so this is all very fresh. Well, they're filming where you can go to sign this thing. And all the people in the shot signing the table for Victor Oladipo are wearing Steph Curry jerseys. <laughs> it's like, true. Oh yeah. yeah, it was like it was mostly kids, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, elementary, early middle school kids. But yeah, yeah. It was it was just a perfect example, like a little illustration of what what Nick is talking about. I'll give you one more example. Uh, I had a new winter coat on when I went to the game, and I was a little nervous about taking it off because underneath was a Steph Curry jersey. Uh, and lo and behold, uh, the family sitting right next to us had four Golden State Warriors jerseys on. And like, like Ian said, every basically every, I felt like a 10-year-old because every 10-year-old had a Golden State Warriors jersey on. <laughs> you felt right at uh, home. I felt very comfortable in that arena. The ratio was, was probably 19 to 1, would you say? It was probably 95% Golden State uh, jerseys. Wow. It was a lot. I mean, I didn't see very many Pacers. I saw Pacers t-shirts, but it looked like nobody had committed to the the upsell of the jersey yeah. purchase. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the. So, I think some of it, some of it too, is age specific, though, right? So that it kind of goes back to maybe illustrates what we were saying before is that a lot of the older generation are either just wearing their work clothes or wearing a Pacers thing, but it's like all the youth, all the kids. Are there to see stuff? I don't know. There's an, there, well, there's another caveat to that because it's not just it's not just that they're wearing um, the other team's jersey. He's an all-time great. It's like someone wearing Kobe's jersey or yeah. uh, Kareem's jersey. This isn't just some oh yeah. he's good right now player. This is somebody that is gonna be. I don't know, top 20, top 30 all-time players. Mm-hmm. So there, you know what I mean? There's more of a yeah. there's more of a drawing to him than there would be to yeah. say Baron a Baron Davis Golden State jersey yeah. uh back in the day. Well, do you yeah, do you think like if you went to a a, a Bulls Pacers game in Indianapolis back in 92, do you think there would be a lot of people with Jordan jerseys on? I don't know. That's a good question. What do you think? I well, based there would I, mean, I, I guess there's no way to know for sure. But based on the way they report about how that following that team was like following the Beatles, I would think uh, there yeah. would be a a lot of people wearing Bulls gear. Uh, maybe yeah. so. I, I think for sure there would not have been in Detroit. But that was a pretty intense rivalry. Yeah. You would not have worn something mm. like that into that into the palace. Um, <laughs> but yeah. what would have happened palace. if you would have worn that into the palace? You think? Some malice. <laughs> got malice, some palace malice. Yeah. Oh, but so, it, it probably do, would have been pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you think so? Um, back to today. Do you think the numbers? Uh, that you saw what would the 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 number of people at a pacers game be if they were just playing the pistons today do you think it would be the same as what you guys saw at the golden state game you mean the number of people wearing like a a or the number of people who are there who are just there attendance attendance oh number of attendees do you think it would be the same 
I, well, it, the wa- the Warriors are going to sell out everywhere they go. Yeah. Because, like I said, they're an all-time great team. It's not just seeing uh, the mm. best team right now. They're they're yeah. doing something historic, so people want to see it. It's like once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing. Yeah, I think that depends on how good the team is. I mean, when the team is good, even when they're playing bad teams, I, I feel like people want to show up to see them play. And the Pacers are, were kind of that way before Victor Oladipo got injured. I mean, they're still probably going to get into the playoffs this year. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I think it's more of when you have two bad teams playing each other that it's really the diehards that are showing up to that game. Yeah, I guess what I'm getting at is, um, is it maybe instead of an either-or like team, like fan of a team – or fan of a player if maybe it's both but it sounds like more people are just a fan of a of specific players. well i also think people are fans of their team but at the same time you have some organizations that are just not successful for so long that there's they're still a fan of their home team but they have to find something else to to root for and to put their energy into <laughs> because enjoyment. they keep getting let down so much mm-hmm. That they they sidestep until while they're waiting for their team to become yeah. relevant again. Yep. Keegan, what jersey were you rocking as a as a youngster? Uh, Nick Van Exel, number nine, Lakers. Were you really? Uh huh. Huh. It was a really cheap one, though. I don't think it was the authentic. Do you still have that jersey? Uh, uh, I thought Caleb had the away had, jersey. <clears throat> was it in Van Exel? I'm, I'm thinking that I might have had an away Eddie Jones. No, uh, it was just Van Exel. Were they both Van Exel? We had an away and a home. Yeah. Okay, I got it. We had an old school. Didn't we have an old school Allen Iverson one? Uh, we did not. We had the hat. You know what? I got a Georgetown hand-me-down Allen Iverson warm-up shirt. Oh, that was pretty tight. Nice. I remember that. I had the G on it. That was yeah, the best Allen Iverson. Georgetown Allen Iverson. Georgetown Allen uh, warm up jersey. That was cool. Well, a, Keegan, uh, you're in luck. I actually have that Nick Van Exel jersey at my house. Do you really? Mm, wow. Yeah. I don't know how. Wait, I, which, I don't know it, how I ended up with that, but I've got it is, here. If you ever want it. Is it home or away? I think I have both of them. I have a yellow and a purple. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You've got them all. Huh. Yeah. Thanks. Surprise. Man, it, Merry Christmas. We're to you. how they accidentally end up in your closet when you grab them and put them in a, a moving bag. When you Here, I got them. a quick I got a really quick jersey story for you. So Alan Iverson was my favorite player back in like late nineties, early two thousands. And I remember asking my parents to get me an Iverson jersey and they must have I mean, they were never really sports people anyway, so they don't really know. I open up <clears throat> Christmas. This is for Christmas. I op- start to open up a box on Christmas morning. I see that it's a Sixers jersey, and I am just starting to go nuts inside. And then I gr- I grab the um, the top of it and start to pull it out, and there's a giant 42 on the front. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, wait a second, this, something's off here. <coughs> Turn it around and it's a Jerry Stackhouse uh, 76ers jersey. Oh, I, 
Hey, you know what? At one time, they were saying he was going to be the next Jordan. Oh, man. Sorry. I mean, he was a good player, but I was so disappointed. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Uh, sorry if you're listening to this, Jerry. No no offense to you, but I really wanted the Iverson Jordan. I, I, I'm actually surprised that when you said 42, I knew that it was Jerry Stackhouse. I didn't. I forgot that. So, speaking of Iverson and Steph Curry, uh, Iverson had a little personal moment that was recorded to Steph on during the All-Star weekend and said something to the effect of, I've got you in my top five all day. As in top really? five all, all-time greatest players. Wow. So that's gotta feel good. Unless, well, actually, I take that back. What, maybe he was, was he? Maybe he was talking about top five in the league, but that doesn't seem like as much of a compliment if that's what he was saying. Yeah, that's hardly a compliment if this would have was. <laughs> yeah. Was was he mic'd up or something? And uh, yeah, one it? of them was oh. mic'd up. I think Steph, or maybe been, Steph was mic'd yeah, up. Yeah, I think Steph was mic'd up. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Just just another reason why I want uh, an Allen Iverson jersey. Right yeah, there. yeah. So, uh, did you guys see the three point contest? I did in the All Star Weekend. What what do you think? The three point. Yeah, Joe Harris uh, representing for Biggie Smalls in that Brooklyn uh, Biggie. You know, I was surprised he won, but why was he just so neutral faced about it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the reporter had to say, "Can't you smile or something?" Oh, I do remember because he was just like, "Yeah, thanks yeah. for this." No enthusiasm. Dude, to piggy, piggyback on that, she she also asked because she did say something to that effect of, "Are you going to smile or anything?" Then she says, "What are you going to do with this trophy?" Just very uh, <coughs> Eeyore Eeyore style says, "I don't know. I guess I'll give it to the the local high school that let me practice there this morning." <laughs> like the trophy means nothing to him. Oh, he's got yeah. a lot going on in yeah. his life. I guess. You know what? Joe Harris looks like the kind of guy that likes to wear some camo and go out <laughs> hunting on the weekends. And it's a simple man. Do you guys like the three point contests or no? I, me and Drew were playing mini hoops while it was on, so it was in the background. So okay, that tells you how much I like it. So kind of a background. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of the most exciting thing on Saturday night, and it's not even that great. It's fun. Okay, so to contrast it with the dunk contest, it's fun because you know there's like no failing other than like you lose, but there's none of this. The dunk contest, guys are missing dunks five and six (laughs) times. Yeah. At least this is, it's timed, it's to the point, you know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Make or miss. So I do like that, that it's very straightforward. And shooting threes are yeah. more in fashion now too, so. Yeah. Okay, so here here's the ma- here's the macro question that we can, we can chew on for a little bit. The mm-hmm. NBA has tried to fix the All-Star Weekend multiple times. Do you feel like it's getting better, worse, and what would you do to fix the weekend? That's a good, that's a good uh, question. The NHL is doing is the same. I, I didn't watch it, so I don't know. But it's what? It's Saturday and Sunday, right? Well, and they have a Friday night. And Celebrity Friday All-Star night. game, Friday night. They have, they have World versus USA, which I kind of like that, that idea. On Friday night, 
What uh, celebrities did they have? I didn't see Friday Night. I didn't watch the celebrity game. Woo. So it was just low tier there. Yeah, yeah I mean, reality that show host. So, the celebrity so, game they probably could dump because it you, seems like the real celebrities don't want to do yeah, it. So well, here's the funny thing is Ray Allen played. <laughs> Ray Allen uh, played in the celebrity game, and he's like, he's still good. So he was pulling up that a four point line. He was pull up, pulling up hitting four pointers in the celebrity game. Whoa. Yeah, it's just not the name. Like people, if they would, if you were gonna really tune into a celebrity game, they want to see people like um, The Rock or um, yeah, Will Ferrell, like real A listers. Yeah. These people they're bringing out, nobody just could care less what Doctor Oz is gonna yeah. put up in the. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of... I mean, the fact that I can't even remember most of them, it's just... It's very forgettable. I would just do daytime talk shows. Maury, Springer, <laughs> Oprah. Yeah, maybe if they picked Ellen. a genre of celebrity. It's like daytime talk show versus like primetime free form see i like that i actually okay i pitched a similar idea to keegan i said if they had the whole cast of avengers versus and then whatever else you want Mm, i I like like that that idea where it's or like actually marvel versus dc yeah something like that that would be way better and it's people that like you actually know the celebrity i guess yeah maybe maybe celebrities are adverse to it maybe it's like a bad they don't want to get injured i mean well, you look really unathletic. Like, even if you're semi-athletic, <laughs> when you're used to watching professional basketball, it's just mm. such yeah, a yeah. step in the wrong direction. I, I guess I'm speaking more from the marketing standpoint, not the actual... Uh, the product. Uh, but, but yeah, the content of the Well, game. do they do like full... I mean, the way I would do it is like a tournament. And it's like, make them like 10-minute games. Like... The games are 10 minutes and you just have a quick tournament of different like categories of, of celebrities. Nick, you had an idea. No, I was just following up on what uh, Caleb suggested about having a small tournament format instead of one long event. The NHL All-Star game has gone to that. <clears throat> Excuse me. They have four teams and they mm. each play um, short games against each other. And then the two winners play the third period against each other for the money. You know, there's a uh, mm. in to to win it, but okay. Is that has that been a helpful fix? I don't know. I mean, the the NHL All Star Break is similar to the NBA in that it's pretty much reviled by purists, by people yeah. who like hockey. <laughs> <laughs> and, so I'm guessing there is an absolutely no celebrity hockey game. <laughs> there actually was. Beaver played in it a couple years ago. He was pretty good. Oh, is he a hockey player? Yeah, he's Canadian. Yeah, man. But he, Well, he played in the celebrity wow. basketball game, too. Good for okay. him. Okay. Um, or if the celebrities aren't good, you just throw in all these obstacles and trampolines and things they, and make it just yeah they, i think you've a got circus. a circus they've, they've suggested that obstacle course type stuff um really yeah. or by the way play other sports like dodgeball just having them do it. <laughs> yeah really like yeah let's have a spectacle well, because the, th- the thing because the thing is you're not going to see a better game than you would just two teams who are in sync with each other playing 
yeah. against each other, you know, because you're just putting all these. It's like putting a lot of type A personalities in a room. Yeah. And it just doesn't. Yeah. Just doesn't work. Go so back to the NHL All Star. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, are, do you know who John Scott is? Uh yeah, yep. Do you know that that whole story about John Scott getting voted into the All Star game and all that? Hockey All Star game. I do. Yeah. yeah, he was kind of a kind of a journeyman fourth line guy for a long time, yeah. and there was a joke um, among fans to get him elected. The, yeah, yeah. Wow. So we MVP. get the back. Do so, we get the backdrop to this? Because I I don't know what you're talking. Well, about. no, I'm I'm just I'm setting up for a little reference uh, of another great podcast. By the way, friend of the pod here at Lowering the Rim, <laughs> uh, Radio Lab. They have a they have a one of their podcasts is called The Punchline, and it's about John Scott. It's really fascinating just to hear the whole story about. Basically, he's this six foot eight goon who just is the enforcer and um nick was talking about the purist hating the all-star game the way the rules were set up at the time you could just vote in i guess it was like the top four captains or something like that and uh some guy threw out the idea of voting john scott in and everybody everybody liked the idea uh all the fans did to just kind of poke fun at the nhl and uh, so they did, and the NHL like tried their best to basically get him uh, removed from the game, and it, it's this whole saga. It's pretty fascinating. Whoa, 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 wait! You're listening to uh, Radio Lab. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's me, Chad Apple. <laughs> we can cut that bit out because <laughs> we like <laughs> we like that shit. We love you, Chad. We love you, Robert Krolwich. Yep, Radio Lab. They got some good stuff. Okay, any other fixes for the NBA All-Star Weekend? Um, they, I think they should just take the top 24 players in the league. They, If they're going to do this captain's thing, they need to just have the 24 best players. Not not this. We have to have 12 from each side. I'd like yeah. to see knockout. I would I would like to see – I think what everybody really wants to see, the players would not uh, allow, which is you want to see guys go head-to-head. Uh, you want to see them play one on one. Players would hate that. They, That'd be sick. They, it, What's that game? I want to see them play twenty. It would be fun to to see. Yeah. I mean, think of having been able to see Jordan and Kobe actually play one on one, and 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 oh. put put money on the line, say fifty, you know, yeah. fifty thousand to win. So you you can't sort of get away with loafing because it doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. Mm. Well, Man, I think I they make more than idea. that now, but yeah, to win the. Uh, the, like their share, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, That's like good. yeah. What if they you could, put a mill? I mean, put a million on it or something for the. They winner. could do that b- bracket style, huh? Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, that would and be fun. They, they could cut mm. out this uh, Shaq and Kenny do Papa shot nonsense. <laughs> Did, I don't know if you guys saw <laughs> yeah, that, but it's that what was... a what time waster. You could no. just do that. You could do tournament yeah. stuff. That, that was. Uh, yeah, boring. I would. I would. Maybe, it, go out of my way to tune into that but the sort of passing through hoops and dribbling yeah it's just yeah so would that almost be like a who it actually almost be like a who's the best player tournament i also like the the idea that that i like the idea that that tournament would eliminate all this um sort of nonsense and noise you hear on on talk sports about 
who's the greatest and it's yeah. all this just conjecture and yeah. debate that can never actually be solved yeah joel like, oh, yeah. like wins it and everyone's like oh yeah it's like i guess but how i guess funny would it be to see best. him like posting up on steph curry or something right yeah it would be... <laughs> yeah and those guys to nick's point they would really go after it because if you lose that's uh, that's your ego that's yeah. how would you do it uh, how would you do would you do make it take it you would almost have to because you'd have to give somebody like Steph an advantage over Joel. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they could play like uh, maybe it's only three. Well, I guess the I guess the the counter to that would be if it's ones and twos, Steph would still have an advantage even if it was back and forth of saying, "Okay, yeah. I can just I can outshoot you. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that I will make more threes than you can make twos on me." Yeah, or ones, you know. You'd have to, it'd have to be twos and threes, right? It, it, it making. I mean, Steph is gonna. He's gonna get free on someone like Embiid whenever he wants, and it's gonna be worth twice as much. It, it, it that would be pretty lopsided, I would think. Yeah, it kind of depends on who gets the ball first. If you're doing make it, take it, yeah, because that could really. Um, change the tra- tra- trajectory of the game. So, was, but they could just do like a game to seven or a game to ten or something. And you would and do you would or, do twos and threes? Or yeah, I guess twos maybe, and threes because then it's like Nick was saying, it's too imbalanced if it's maybe, ones yeah. and twos. Maybe first they do a game that's not make it, take it to decide who gets the ball first. And then they, <laughs> <There you> do, <laughs> then they do make that's it, take yeah, it. That's that's the the real. Yeah, well, no, you just fatigued. do like a little shooting competition to see who gets the ball first. But have like a fifteen second shot clock, something like that, so it, it keeps yeah. moving, you know. So Yeah. Um yeah. I, I love that, that idea. Yeah, I so they should play with nerf gear. As you well. could cut out the rising stars yeah. or like I said, there was this other filler. I mean the celebrity game's a joke or well, the, the skills competition is, is not fun. Yeah. I mean, they could yeah. really replace everything except the three-point competition and the dunk contest with this. Yeah. It would take a while, you know, and there'd be interviews after game. You'd want to hear guys explain why they just got shut out, you know. And, I mean, <laughs> so it would how, be good how would you do the, and How would you do well, the seating? I don't think it would win them either because they're playing half court, you know. It's not it's not too much to ask. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, these guys do that every day in practice. They practice, yeah, like, exactly. posting up on each other and – all that uh, kind of stuff. And it, it wouldn't be too much to just have all 24 guys involved, right? No. no you, yeah, you'd probably do it over two days. Okay. Um, it's And it's like win or go home, so yeah. it, it yeah. shortens it. It's yeah. not a double elimination or anything. Yeah. So how would you seed it? My first thought is it might be best if you're doing the beginning rounds as like guards against guards and – bigger guys against bigger guys huh. um, and then and then wherever it goes from there just you hmm. like you were saying maybe Steph ends up matching up with Joel well you, yeah. it's just how it worked out but yeah it would be more fun to see like like players you know you want to see Steph versus Kyrie or yeah. KD yeah, like versus I, LeBron I don't want to see round one Steph versus LaMarcus Aldridge that's just not that entertaining <laughs> yeah you could just yeah. do a voting yeah, I don't think LaMarcus Aldridge versus anybody would be that entertaining <laughs> dude don't sleep on that fadeaway jumper 
That post up fadeaway. If he gets oh, hot, I'm not it's saying over. he couldn't win, but yeah, I actually just... wouldn't mind seeing Dame versus Lamarcus first round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little oh. Portland revenge. Well, because they already do positions anyway, right? To, to yeah, to pick the team, so you yeah. could just start hey, there, and then the bracket works itself. Hey, out. you know who's loving this idea? Is James Harden. He's like, bring it on. Yeah, I'm all for so. the one-on-one tournament. Maybe so. I mean, I. As long as there's refs. That's right. Three of them. But see, that's that's the beauty of it. It's like every so everybody possibly wants to be James Harden, right? This is your time to do it. You have no one to pass it to. You can do whatever mm-hmm. you want. Like show how good you are on an island. Yeah. Mm. And and it would really give us a, a feel for what LeBron looks like isolated against one other great player you know I, i'd yeah. be really curious to know what that looked like yeah i think there's no one to pass it to have second thoughts there's... about that but <laughs> boy the more i think <laughs> about it the more i like it that that, that would be fun <laughs> well yeah. yeah i'm again to the what i was saying earlier you know what if lebron wins it great we don't have to ever talk anymore about like who's the greatest right yeah. now but but since that doesn't exist all these sports talk shows are just dragging that subject yeah. they've yeah. they've already gone all the way into the ground i think they're coming out the other side you think that's solved it huh <laughs> <laughs> so do you think that is that a vote for the idea that we're moving to an era where all we care about is the player not the team well mm. shoot full circle Man, okay so i, I think still think so. nick i think nick mentioned this earlier what people would have wanted to see this even when jordan was playing like jordan versus bird yeah. or something yeah or, like game. I mean, but, yeah, it's a it's a video game. Yeah, but we're Ma- I mean, we fall in that category. Like even all of our anecdotal stories, except for Nick, maybe was we liked individual players. So we well, kind of fall I, into I that think, category, anyways. Yeah, but yeah. this is how you grow up as a kid playing too. You're in your driveway, uh, you know, imagining yourself one on one or playing against your brother. You know, you're not playing five on five, so it's kind of how. You know, since basketball is born into everyone that likes the game. Yeah. You got a broken net. You got to lower it with a broomstick. <laughs> you got a slanted driveway. It's going to roll down that when you miss. <laughs> That's I... where it starts. <laughs> you know what else? Okay, so along with the uh, – they just need the 24 best players, I think. They need to draft right before the game, schoolyard style. Ooh, the like two that. captains – our yeah, pick, like our pick right there, and then the the ball is tipped. I like, but they I like hit that. him with paintballs to select him. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you they, know you're you're they have their jerseys on, and yeah. the captain gives gives them a penny, <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're about to run. But, you, and that way, there's no uh, you know they don't get to practice or anything. Well, they have those just, jerseys it could be now. Chaotic. Like that that like you that. sent Drew in that uh, clip with Adam Silver, where you hit a button and they're they sort of change numbers and colors and things. They could just have the yeah. They could just sort of um, code that at the last moment as they were picking stuff, and whatever they were wearing would change to the appropriate color scheme. Here's I actually can oh, I can I yeah. I just want to piggyback on Drew's idea. You, the game starts as a one-on-one between captains, and then the um, as the game is going, all of the other players are sitting on the sideline, and a and a buzzer goes off. 
and the captains have to grab their penny and throw it to the player that they want to join their team. And you do that until you have a 10 on 10 at the end. And so it's whoever gets whoever gets the their their jersey to the player they want first gets that player. So is that kind of a Royal so Rumble style? It's a Royal it's a it's Man. a one on one culminating nope. in a Royal Rumble. I like the Royal Rumble and you don't know who's about to come out. <laughs> That's even better. You don't even get to choose yeah. who you're getting help from. Yeah. You just get that countdown. 10, 9, 8. Maybe uh, they slip in a couple old guys. That you <laughs> Larry Legend. Have, have, have you guys seen the clip of the three professional soccer players playing 100 kids? <laughs> no. But it's sort of it could sort of be I mean you could do a lot of weird stuff, you know. That that would be yeah. fun to watch. The problem yeah, with a lot I of like stuff that. now is it's just not fun to watch, you know. It's not a Yeah. Yeah, think about the the time they spend pre-game and how boring it is. Oh yeah, it's so... They could spit they could sp- how much more excitement and I guarantee there would be more viewership if the pre- if the pregame is them picking their team yeah. instead of yeah. Kevin Hart and Tom Riggle doing their worst stand-up comedy. Follow, uh, followed by Fergie's <laughs> national anthem. Oh, Did she sing that. again? No, no. I just uh, – that, that was when Kevin Hart did his stand-up was – I mean, it's it's so obvious I, I just don't understand why they don't do it. I feel like the yeah. players would probably have more fun too. Or you could do two on well, two and it's like them and their son versus another person and their son. There you go. It's family. I, I also I'm, want a uh, – maybe the, they they do a special broadcast on HBO or something where every single player is mic'd up and you get to hear what they're really saying. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah they're that really would be big fun. Mics yeah. Connected you, to people a Halo. Would, I think people would actually pay-per-view for that. Like, oh, yeah. Like they got a – or at, better than them being mic'd up, each player has a has a boom guy that follows. Them. <laughs> <laughs> they have a GoPro. They have a GoPro on. They have a GoPro. Uh, <laughs> tell me, tell me, you wouldn't think about paying for them if every single player is mic'd up and you get to hear what they're actually saying. The the catch is, you have to ensure that the players are taking it seriously and not protecting their egos by sort of half playing half hearted, you know. You wouldn't want to see them screwing around and just sort of joking around. You, you'd want to see them really get after each other and compete. I would pay for that. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I mean, just from my personal experience, anytime I play pickup uh, basketball or anything, even sometimes I consciously tell myself, okay, just don't take it that seriously. But then you get into it and you still are talking. Yeah. Yeah, maybe and so. I, I would think that the guys that are at the most elite level can't just turn it off. They're always talking to each other no matter what, even if they're trying to tell themselves not to. Do you think the biggest obstacle to this happening is the players' egos? Because it, it would be a reckoning oh, yeah. for everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, there's would, no way they would. Uh, you mean like their brands and stuff? There's no way they would they would like it. I mean. Except for oh, maybe God. James I, Harden. That's I it. bet. I bet. My, I bet it's more about the NBA as an establishment. I bet they're like, yeah. I bet they're not interested in doing something different. I'm with Caleb. All the yeah, NBA no, cares, and we're a the, family. I thing. bet the NBA players would love to do something that's not. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, you know. Well. Yeah. As you say that, Caleb, it makes me think of this movie that just came out, High Flying Bird, and uh, mm. it's kind of about like. Uh, breaking a lockout and what one of the agents does is 
he kind of rigs it so these two guys play each other one-on-one. And he, he pitches it to one of them, I think. I was kind of, uh, you know, it was a pretty boring movie, actually. So I didn't pay that close attention. But um, sort of creating <laughs> creating opportunities where, where guys could do that. They could say, you know, we don't need the NBA to make $10 million. Let's go cut a deal with HBO and we'll do a pay-per-view sort of all or nothing game of one-on-one. You know, you don't need the league to make money. So mm-hmm. I wonder if this tournament would be so popular and get so much traction, it would sort of threaten the NBA with an alternative type of competition mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. wouldn't need the league, you know? Do you think that's possible, mm-hmm. that it could kind of scare them on that count? They have to build it into their contracts, I guess. Yeah. I mean, think about how much people already enjoy the drama of the league. If you're putting an uncensored product – that's going to turn non-basketball fans on to watching it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, with the It Royal would be a Rumble whole style, new demographic the, the that just WWE wants to see reality TV. As long as they don't cut to talking heads between plays of them saying, hey, yeah, I just needed to say that to him. He was really bugging me. And, you know, stupid <laughs> reality TV. Excuse me. Oh man, keep it keep it rolling, you know. So um, now that we fixed the All Star Weekend, what were your takeaways from this this past weekend's All Star Game? Well, I actually had one more fix. And oh, okay, that go is ahead. They because I saw Dwayne Wade interviewing with his son, and I was like, why don't they just convert the whole court to family double dare? And everyone just <laughs> forget basketball; they're just sliming around out there, What's double dare? getting in the big nose. It's a Nickelodeon show where. Uh, uh, it was like a family game show. They would they would go on, and two families would compete, um, and and like obstacle courses that were really messy. It's like you had to grab flags out of a giant nose. Oh, yeah, really? they bring out this giant prop nose that had okay. like slime all in it, and you'd have to grab a flag for his family to get the flag out of the nostril. Wins, and the the family that doesn't get slimed. Oh, really? By the yeah, by the end, everyone's just covered in foam and yeah, so gunk. Okay. And <laughs> family's getting messy cool knee pads. And, you know, it's a it's really a comment on how messy families can be sometimes. <laughs> but you know, if you stick together and power through, and you love each other, you can get through anything. And then you have a splash zone for the audience. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so takeaways from this this year's All Star Game. My highlights were um, Russell Westbrook's outfit during the dunk contest. He looked like he was in the 1980s or 90s VHS style. I loved that. I liked that I didn't recognize D. Brown until his name came up. (laughs) (laughs) D. Brown. Very surprised to see him. That was great. Well, it makes sense because the only image you saw of him was him covering his face, really. Allegedly covered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess he is known for uh, not showing his face. Did you know that dunk was called the Peekaboo? That's how they announced it. Oh, really? uh-uh. I didn't know that either. I thought it was just like a no look dunk. Mm-hmm. The announcer said it, he made famous the Peekaboo dunk. I, I don't know. That I name did, sounds kind of soft to me. I know D Brown calls it that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, the dunk contest wasn't great, but the jumping over Shaq portion was. Yeah. I liked that. 
Yeah, that was the best. Hands down the best one. That was the only one I saw. So good. Yeah, that's all you needed to see. Yeah, there There's was a lot of really misses. other memorable dunks. A lot of a lot of the criticism with the dunk contest now too has centers around the idea that it used to be the best players were in the dunk contest, yeah. and yeah. LeBron kind of turned that tide where it's like, yeah, I'm that. not doing the dunk contest, and now it's reserves who do the dunk contest. Yeah. Well, I don't totally agree with that because I showed Keegan the 2016 one the other day, and that was two very you know average players, and that was one of the <laughs> yeah. that was probably the best yeah, dunk contest since Vince Carter. Yeah, it we was, were talking about um, Gordon, uh, Aaron Gordon, and Zach Levine yeah. doing it. Oh, that that, I, yeah. that one, but that was good for like a they, lot of. They, re- I mean, a lot of reasons. That like even if you had two stars, I don't think two stars could have done what that ended up being. I mean, yeah, they're part of their what dunks made it, were incredible. Well, yeah, their dunks were incredible, and they very rarely missed on the first try. That's important, so, isn't it? Oh, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. When you're getting up to five and six attempts, it, it just <laughs> it, yeah. it sucks the air out of the building. You can hear it. Yeah, it's like Dennis know? Smith Jr. Come on, I mean. Because people, after about three, people just want to see the next dunk. Yeah. You know, they're over whatever dunk was trying to be had. Hold on. So they let them attempt as many times as it takes to... I I don't know what the rules are, actually, because Dennis Smith, man, he did like like six. And it was just embarrassing after a while. Maybe two attempts? Yeah. But I, I actually had the same question, Drew, like... You know, I didn't see the Dominique MJ dunk contest live, and I've seen the highlights, and everybody says that was like one of the best dunk contests ever. But as far as a head-to-head matchup, I feel like the Zach Levine Aaron Gordon one is the best I've seen. As far like two people going at it, Vince Carter's was the best like set of dunks I've seen. But as far as like a competition, I don't know that I've seen anything better live than Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. I mean, can you think of another head-to-head that was better than that? Well, that's why I'm saying uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be the superstars for it to be good. I mean, they did; they both did dunks that no one's ever done before yeah. in a dunk contest. Uh, I'm sure, to your point about Dominique and Michael, I bet that felt the same way because back mm-hmm. then, those were d- dunks nobody had ever seen. Yeah, but I think the the bigger point is like I I get what you're saying. I mean, they have like and one tour has dunk contests, and you can find like you know these dunk contests on YouTube. They're really cool. But some of what you're looking for in the NBA is you want to see the best players doing the best dunks. Yeah. Like you want the star power of it, and you know I feel like that's a little bit of that's what the Dominique MJ thing had that yeah. you know. Levine and Gordon doesn't. Yeah. I just think if you, I mean, if you execute, people are going to like it regardless of if you're a no name or a, a superstar. Yeah. Because to your point, that's why people will watch an N1 dunk contest. They're not NBA players. Or people, you know, you go on YouTube and these dunkers have millions of views on their, their highlights. Yeah. Dunkers. Okay. What do we think of the game? What were our takeaways from the All-Star game? Uh, 
I don't Ru- know Russell was. Westbrook single-handedly won the game for Team LeBron or Team Tamper. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Team Tamper. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually so watching it live, I thought Curry was playing well, and I just was getting so frustrated with Westbrook because he would, he would, uh, he was just jacking up shots, and then he had a couple plays where he had wide open dunks, and instead of dunking it, he would pass it to a guy that would brick a three. Yeah. So he's hurting his team twice. Um, but then I looked up the stats, and Curry was six of twenty three, so he wasn't. No. <laughs> he didn't chip in much else either. No, he didn't have a good game. Not at juice all. On that, uh, he did have the two best highlights of the. Well, he he had number one and number three. I think of the All Star game. Number yeah. two was Paul George's one-handed reverse three sixty dunk. Yeah. yeah. So so the funny thing is is uh, Russ had a negative nineteen plus minus. Wow. For for the game. Was that the and lowest of any player? I don't know if it was the lowest. I'll look it up here. But um, you know that Russ was the only player traded too, right? LeBron traded Russ to get Ben Simmons. So apparently GM GM LeBron strikes again. Yeah. They're allowed to trade in the All-Star game? I guess well, so. They did, yeah, they did it beforehand. That's just not right. You know, it. I think it reminded the Warriors that, oh, yeah, we don't have to worry about the Thunder in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, and it reminded KD why he left. Oh, my goodness. But again, Curry was awful too. But he had that amazing pass to Giannis. That was that was probably the best play of the entire All Star game. Yeah. What did he do? Yeah, what was the pass? That. He threw it. He comes up um, on the baseline and just slams it off the ground. It pops up over KD who tried to nab it and he missed it. And then Giannis comes uh, from the other baseline and dunks it. Oh, that's. So he alley-ooped it off the floor. That's cool. Very cool. Uh, You know, the only person who had a worse plus minus than Russell Westbrook, can you you guess? He's on the um, Team Giannis. Man, it wasn't Steph? Nope. Steph actually was – he was plus one. Oh. He didn't shoot well, but he, he positive honest. things were happening when he was on the floor. I gotta remember who was all on. Team it couldn't guys. have been Dirk because that fool was lights out, yeah, wasn't Dirk, he? That was yeah, awesome. Dirk was Dirk was only negative one. Okay, I'll I'll uh, I'll go ahead and give it to you here. Dirk it, was three for three. It's ironic. The... Uh, Russ was negative nineteen. Paul oh, George Paul George was negative twenty two. <laughs> Whoa. Again, the Warriors do not have to – they do not yeah. have to worry about the – I mean, Paul George but. played well, though. He was 6 of 12 for 3 and 7 of 14 shooting altogether. Just a lot of mother chuckers in this <laughs> in this also. I don't remember them shooting this many threes yeah. ever. Yeah, it um, felt like they didn't play as hard the whole time as last year. I mean, they played hard um, at the end, you know, but – it didn't feel like it had the same kind of we're going to play hard. Yeah, no. It was going sideways for the first three quarters. It just looked like – which I don't blame them. They're probably all partying and they're tired from doing all their events they have to do all yeah. weekend. Like they, they don't want to – it's like asking you to do homework on uh, Christmas vacation. You're like, uh, 
don't think so. Who won? Team LeBron. No, Team Tampers. <laughs> Team Tampers. LeBron. Yeah. Nick, any other takeaways for you? Or you didn't see the game, did you? No, I missed it. I mean, I I, yeah. I, I tracked it. I was in and out of tracking it. Um, yeah. Okay, so here's a very quick recap. Team Giannis is up uh, 20 points. Giannis is definitely going to be MVP. He's like 10 of 12 with 30-some points. Team LeBron somehow comes uh, goes from down 20 to winning by 14. Wow. <laughs> it basically Kate, Kate, it happened in the third quarter when Russ was shooting uh, bricks and oh, Dame really? Lillard and uh, – Pete or uh, Clay Thompson started hitting threes. Okay. Yeah, so they brought him back, and then KD came in and just and couldn't miss. Yeah. Okay. And he had like he had thirty one points on ten of fifteen shooting. Oh wow. Mm. Uh, yeah. I saw the shot charts uh, of both teams. I looked that up afterwards, and it was like, um, well, it was like James Harden's shot chart for both teams. There were threes, and there were shots right at the rim. Yeah. Let me see if yeah, I can. That's basically it. Yeah. I, I think they attempted 153s, 167 threes between them, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed kind of like it was, hey, try to do a highlight play or shoot a three. Well, and obviously the defense, I mean, they weren't playing any defense whatsoever, yeah. which again, I, I get it. I, I, I'm not going to critique that at all. I am. Do you think? Do you think the All Star Game would be more fun if it was uh, if Smash Mouth played? Yeah, if Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's a deep. That's they, a deep cut. Tell me you wouldn't go crazy if they started the national anthem. <laughs> Jose, somebody wants. <laughs> Pretty or they just cut right to the hey now you're an all-star <laughs> get your game on oh. keegan tell them your favorite play of the night it was pretty good. it was a pretty good play oh uh remind me of his name Jokic. Jokic passes lebron the ball while lebron's out of bounds and lebron takes it <laughs> i don't know why he takes it but since he's out of bounds he just has to give it back yeah <laughs> Did you see that? that yeah, Ian? that was pretty it's a very funny. cheeky move. No. He just hands it to him while he's standing out of bounds, so it's out of bounds on on Team LeBron. I didn't see that. <laughs> LeBron didn't look too amused. I love that. That's see, hilarious. Yeah, I was wondering, would do you think people would enjoy the All Star Game if it was more like uh, like um, and one or something? Like if they did street rules, uh, if they played more like that. Trickball. I think not people ball, people just, just like, want to see him try, and there's not really anything that the NBA can do to get them to really try. I think is the hard yeah. part. Mm-hmm. I mean, they try at the end, and guys try individually to like score a bunch just to win the MVP or whatever. But I saw one person say uh, KD wins the MVP, and people are still talking more about what Steph did in the game. <laughs> Oh man! Talk about how he can't ever get his shot. <clears throat> He's always that's rough. By. That is rough. He did have the two best highlights. Though. Oh, he had some that, good ones. That one they ended the game on, where he alley ooped to himself and yeah. reversed it. 
That was nasty. That was KD at that? No, no Steph. Steph. Oh. Yeah. He alley-ooped himself. KD got MVP. Yeah, but his – so there's already an article written about how – because one of the things that people were saying is like, man, Steph and Giannis look so good together. And there's already an article written about how uh, the Warriors' path to getting Giannis in free agency and like I, – I can't remember if it's 2020 or 2021 – Wow. Uh, so that was it. That was kind of an interesting, you know, Warriors wish list. Yeah. So there's your uh, takeaway, huh? Team Tamper uh, was the was the big headline, and then subtle, subtly, uh, Steph Better is happening over on Team Giannis, where he's recruiting. Yeah. He's recruiting him to come play for the Warriors. Yeah. Maybe. So here's a couple other fun things um, that happened. Um, so there was this, people were wondering if this, if Dirk really dissed LeBron on this, um, video. Did you guys see this? No, I'll do a, I'll do a screen share here real quick and, and you can tell me what you think. Okay. Give me one second. Sharing. This is during all-star. Yeah. Okay. Maybe chop chop. Can you see that? Okay, watch Dirk. Uh, yeah. LeBron, really LeBron's on his way over, and Dirk looks at him and just walks away. Wow. Oh, I don't know. No, that but that's not that's that's not the end of the game, though. It's halftime. Play it again. Uh, yeah, it might have been. It's just the end of the first quarter. I don't know that yeah. he saw him. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't read too much. If it was the end of the game, I would get it. But yeah, that's they're, they're yeah, that's just like the that first quarter. Way. Yeah. No way. Okay. Oh, he. I don't know. He definitely had to see him. It looks yeah, like he from saw that him. Angle. I think he saw him. So some people are but, saying Dirk's still salty about how LeBron and D Wade were making fun of him for being sick in that finals. I don't think Dirk's that kind of guy. Really, he's a. Yeah. He had a good showing, I, though. He, I wouldn't take that from the clip. He hit some bomb threes. Ian, we're not trying to do hot takes on this podcast, right? Any other takeaways from All-Star Weekend that you guys had? Um, what, pretty flat. What do we, how do we, what do we... Do you know how the ratings did? Do you know how... Uh, Oh, how how well it did? I, Probably not. I know it was less than um, the Major League Baseball. I saw that somewhere. Or no, maybe that was the dunk contest versus home run derby. I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. There was something that Major League did better. But my last takeaway is I just wish people would just sing the national anthem. It's it's very good the way it was written. <laughs> Wait, what happened? They keep it? trying to stylize it, and it just doesn't work what, just, what happened this time it's a beautiful song just sing it the way it is written well you know what there's a push there's a push to eliminate the national anthem before sporting events that's really weird what how who did it this year and what did they do um he was a charlotte native his name i forget his name it's anthony something anyway this style was an acoustic rhythmic style like so Jack johnson yeah it wasn't in the cadence that the national anthem was written so it sounded very different mm. um, but I just think it's just 
It sounds good the original way. I don't know yeah, why you just they have to keep singer. experimenting. You know, I'm going to say I disagree because Caleb did the national anthem in the style of Jimi Hendrix once <laughs> at a – what? It was uh, Marion Giants var- Junior Varsity or something? I think something? it was Marion Giants. It was JV game, I think. JV game, and that was great. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna disagree too because if we did that, we wouldn't have had the gift of Fergie. <laughs> or uh, uh, Scott Stapp did a really good one for NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend everybody look that up. Uh, All right, so let's let's look ahead to the second half of the season. Although it's not even the second half, I think I know the Lakers only have like 26 games left or something like that. So teams have already played the majority of their games. What are we What are we looking for this back end of the season here? Uh, I think the most exciting thing will be to see what the see these East teams that acquired all the players. Mm-hmm. We haven't really seen them yeah. uh, be incorporated yet. They only had like two games together, maybe two or three. So that'll probably be one of the more interesting uh, developments in the last twenty five games. And, and tracking the uh, Spurs Lakers thing is going to be mm. of interest to me. Yeah, <laughs> can you can you explain to our viewers at home why? Oh, I just <laughs> um, Drew and Ian were so they were just so down on LeBron that uh, and, and 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 a little high on the Spurs that um, we ended up. Uh, betting on who would finish ahead between those two teams. And it never occurred to me that LeBron would not play a quarter of the season. So that that's going to cost me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now it's still doable. Oh, it I mean, is. I think he's only two yeah. and a half or maybe three games I behind the Spurs. Four. I think it's four. Or, but. Yeah. Yeah, so still yeah, doable because the Spurs have been very uh, roller coaster this year. Yeah. They'll play really well and then they – Play poor for stretches. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've already paid Ian, by the way. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Was he just going to reimburse you if he Yeah, flips? yeah. I mean, I don't see it happening, but yeah. I think he's this now, cash or Venmo? It's cash. <laughs> it's cash. Uh, now, you board. said that Ian was, was sort of down on LeBron. Ian, real quick, what's your middle name? <laughs> It's it's Michael. Okay. <laughs> uh, my middle name is actually Jordan, so if that just explains any. Sort is it of... Drew's middle name is Allen, and he liked Allen Iverson, so. Hey, there you go. Yeah. My middle name's Charles. I don't really like Charles Barkley that much. Charles Oakley. But he, well, he likes Chucky Finster. I like Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley is one of Michael Jordan's best friends. Really? Huh? <laughs> Look at this guy, Kevin Baconing the situation. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know the other fun thing about the uh, All-Star Weekend? Uh, it was I don't think it was talked about too much, is that obviously it was in Charlotte, you know, where Jordan is the owner. But Sunday was Jordan's birthday. So there, during, oh, during the actual All-Star game was Jordan's birthday. Hmm. It was kind of cool. Nice. Happy birthday. Yeah. Was, was he in attendance? Uh, yeah. What percentage he's of the team does he cake? own? Uh, he's the majority owner. I don't know, like maybe ninety percent or something. Oh, I don't know. I'm, wow. I'm not sure. 
Yeah, I mean he is the him. he's the James Dolan yeah. of yeah. Charlotte. He's he's the owner. So, yeah. Maybe that's not a good. Well, maybe it is a good. Somebody one. he owns basketball, right? <laughs> this is uh, this is off topic. <laughs> he Somebody does. told me today that uh, Dolan is. People are saying he's going to sell the team because no yeah, one wants to play for that him. That is that is out there. Um, uh, Bill Simmons, I think, is the one who broke that. Yeah, Bill Simmons that's what from I heard, the Ringer, yes. friend of the pod. Okay, so here's conspiracy running wild. I told you that Katie moved his media offices to New York. Everyone mm-hmm. is quite certain he's moving them to New York to play there. Uh, he has said on multiple occasions that his goal is to own an NBA team. Dot, dot, dot. Yep. Connect the dots. If James Dolan is selling the team, well, maybe he, yeah, he has bigger I, plans for winning championships. Make a dent. Yeah, in yeah, not now. But but, it but could you be part don't of... know who who's whoever is buying it. it could be some sort of partnership that is. I've had like that same question. Yeah, behind the scenes, it could be part of a larger plan for sure. Could 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 some of these uh, players who, uh, you know, the the top five or six guys make a deal uh, that includes equity in the company? Basically, that includes. Five percent ownership, the way that someone like Tom Brady did early on for Under Armour or that sort of thing. Yeah, instead of a paycheck, yeah. Or or a little bit of each, but yes, yeah, some of these guys would rather have ownership than uh, salary, you know, or a, yeah, a slice of it anyway. It, it'd be an interesting wrinkle. Yeah, I just think he's been very upfront that he wanted to own a team. Um, and think about all the people he's been meeting while playing in Golden State. I mean, his whole career, really, but especially in Golden State, all those, uh, yeah, all those very wealthy individuals that run companies. So. so there is an article up on ESPN of where MSG says they they're denying, um, denying that Dolan is selling the team and that sort of thing. Um, but but Bill Simmons on his pod did say that he's shopping offers, but that he may not sell it until his father passes away, who was the original owner. Hmm. Um, so I don't know if it's one of those things where it's like he's he is maybe lining up, uh, you know, a buyer, but that there's kind of this, you know, I'll sell it when, you know, and it may be this unknown date. I don't know. Yeah, I also uh, heard, you know, again, second or third hand that uh, he doesn't want to include Madison Square Garden in the sale. Yeah. That yeah. that that's kind of a sticking point, too, because um, obviously that's a lot of the appeal of owning the team. Interesting. So he would still own the arena. I guess, you know, I and then have, wow. you know, uh Obviously, a lot more happens there than just basketball games. Those are some of the. Yeah, yeah. don't That's Nick. Don't the of... Rangers play there too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of concerts. He doesn't own boxing, them though, matches. does he? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know who owns the Rangers. Okay, so they have separate ownership. They just play in MSG. My garden. Yeah. Yeah, he owns. Uh, well, um, yeah. see the Rangers. 
I mean, that's smart because you're still getting all that revenue, and I can't imagine what just the real estate space of have, owning that arena is worth oh, in New yeah. York City. It's it's really like the premier venue in the world, really. And yeah, it, it, and it. I mean, that's that amount of space in New York City. It at least be fifty thousand. It at least be fifty thousand dollars. Apparently, I couldn't say it. Apparently, Dolan owns the Rangers too. Oh wow! Uh, so is it a double shop then? Is he like selling off? both yeah did it not specify Ian uh, yeah he didn't he didn't say that he was but he did say a Simmons did say the same thing that Nick's saying about um about how he wants to keep the the actual facility yeah the facility that he would just sell the rights to the team but you would be basically renting you know renting that he would be renting that space to the team and the Knicks are valued at almost $4 billion. Isn't that the real mind blower? That a team this bad could be worth the most in the NBA? <laughs> yeah. It's New York. It's, it's, it's why everybody it's just, wants to play there. It's, yeah. The Rangers are worth $1.5 billion, by the way. The most valuable wow. NHL are, team. <clears throat> now, are they a uh, really good team, though? No. Or? no. They're not? No. Are they at least average? Like, the Knicks are... Dumpster fire. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Dumpster fire. Knicks haven't been relevant since what? Allen Houston and yeah, really, it's the same for, for uh, Larry Johnson and Latrell Sprewell, Marcus Camby, John Starks, <laughs> Patrick Chewing. Uh, yeah, they uh, they're they're one of the worst teams in the league again this year. Rangers? Uh, Is it possible uh, MSG is just cursed, sort of like in uh, food products? A lot of salt. May cause sport cancer. (laughs) They just, I think part of it is they're, these guys are businessmen and the value of their company is going out no matter what they do. There's just not a lot of incentive to improve it, you know? Mm. They've they've done everything wrong for the last 20 years. Well, he, he bought the Rangers in 97 for less than 200 million and now it's worth 1.5 billion wow. uh, ha- you know having just lost consistently for 20 years so it's wow. the, what's the incentive to like what what other companies can make you 1.3 billion uh, uh, dollars for, for doing everything wrong for 20 years it's just too that's easy. what I'm saying what sort of investment is that wouldn't that be nice if the stock market worked that way? <laughs> yeah, it would. Maybe, maybe there's, there's maybe something we don't know. That uh, it's real estate. Maybe, maybe, it, yeah. It looks, it looks like they're doing all the wrong things, but maybe they're doing the right. Maybe they're things. doing the right things. Maybe so. Doing the right things for their wallet, and we're just, you know, we're just the riffraff who doesn't. No. We're just outsiders. <laughs> we're just we don't know. Crap. What do we know? Well, I'll tell you what. If I win if I win this bet with Nick, it's going to be the beginning of a fund that I'm saving up to buy a team. There you go. So, 
Like a, like a local uh, <laughs> peewee league? Well, they're yeah, selling sponsor, upward uh, teams around here now. Yeah, so. We're going to have the Zionsville Bulls. Well, with my luck gonna... gambling, you'll have it pretty soon, man. And by by the team, I mean sponsor some upward jerseys. Little pal club. I am not Thank paying you. for the concessions. <laughs> got it? Okay, we got. No we, need do, we need to do. We need to do some predictions here for the rest of the regular season. Who's going to win MVP? Still Harden. Ooh. Harden. Yeah. Drew. Harden. I don't. I'm not Wait. sold on Harden yet. MVP. Their team has to win the whole thing, right? No. No. It's just no, regular it's just, season award. It's the best player uh, for the for the season for the regular season before the like turn the tourney starts exactly. Yeah. Oh, don't man. you think there might be some voter fatigue, especially when Giannis's record is just head and shoulders above everyone else's? Oh, maybe. I think that that might be the sticking point. Is that is that. Um, Giannis is going to lead his team to the best record in the NBA. So, Drew, you're going Giannis. Let's not let's not overthink it. I got a few of these questions, so let's just do lightning round. Does yeah, I'm going to go Giannis. Okay, I'm going to say whatever Drew says. Caleb, who do you have? Seth Curry. Oh, nice. He does have one of the best three point shooting percentages in the NBA. That's a dark horse. Keegan, who do you have? You're going Giannis. I'm going Giannis. Man, I feel like I should pick Paul George just as the dark horse here. Um, man, I George I think it's going to be either Giannis or Paul George, and I will probably go with Giannis. Okay, do the yes. Sacramento Kings make the playoffs or not? Ooh. Yes. Yes. Have you seen their logo? <laughs> Drew? I'm going to say no. I think LeBron gets it done. Okay. Nick? Yeah, no. Nope. Okay. I'm Is that how it works? Only Lakers or Kings? Uh no. They could both make it in. Or the Clippers could make it in. Because Clippers could get dropped. Yeah. But the Clippers really do they have incentive to lose. So yeah. it'd be I'm I'm, I'm just gonna assume they I mean, don't make it. To the be honest with you, they have no... to be honest with you, the Spurs are an injury away from being dropped from the playoffs. Ooh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but even then, you could still see the Clippers purposely trying to get out. Yeah, I'm gonna guess. Is that what? I'm guessing that Sacramento gets in. Okay, this one. Oh, it, wait, I want to interject. Did we get Nick's MVP? Yeah, Harden. Yeah, he said Harden. Okay, sir. Go ahead. Okay, so this and one I said what, and he said yeah, and I said who, and he said yeah, and I said okay. <laughs> then we moved on. <laughs> so this one. Next question. This one's kind of connected. But they don't necessarily have to relate because you could have both of them in. Do the Lakers get in the playoffs? Yeah, I, I do think it's kind of either or for the Kings and Lakers. I th- and I think it'll be okay. the Lakers. I, I don't see. So you're more taking than, the Lakers more than the Clippers <clears throat> dropping. I'm, I'm with Nick. Okay, because yeah, the Clippers don't want to be in the playoffs. Otherwise, they don't get their draft pick. Okay. Oh. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I think uh, just you know, just optimism, just trying to be positive. I think they get in. I think anybody who wants it should get in. Yep, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Lakers miss the playoffs this year. If the Lakers get into the playoffs, will you ship those Nick Van Exel jerseys here? 
<laughs> or just do yes. it anyway. You should just do <laughs> These yes. are the state. Do the right thing. Um, okay, so re- what, what is that? Well, sorry. Did, will you return your stolen birthday gift? <laughs> Does Anthony Davis play anymore for the Pelicans this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Whew. Yeah, yeah I Drew? think so. I think they're shutting that down. I'm going to go with you on that. I think they're shutting it down. Yeah, I think Alvin Gentry is fed up with this all this it's silver, know, back and forth. And the, the the league is threatening to fine him if they don't play him healthy. Yeah, but here's how that works. He just had a shoulder injury, and it's not getting better. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So the, he's, injured for, he's injured for the rest of the season. It comes down to the league's tolerance for that. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but I, but okay, so I get what you're saying, but the (laughs) (laughs) the the league interjected and it's like putting the Pelicans in a really terrible spot now. Yeah, because if he does for real get injured, they're really stuck because now they they don't have a good player because he's gone and they won't get anything uh, out of a trade for him. You got in the cap. <laughs> Guys, Caleb coming so in here. I think they're going to figure out a way to orchestrate a fake injury. To, we got, uh, Ca- we got him down. We got Caleb coming in here. I just want to bounce out some of this negative energy with a, with a yes, he is going to play again. He's going to be great. <laughs> if he's going to have, I'm, I bet he has a lot of fun uh, when he gets back in. Just playing, just playing b- basketball the way it was meant to be played. It's Davis season, and I agree with that. <laughs> okay. Um, Next question. Um, no, I just lost it. I had another one for you. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and answer that question. When Anthony Davis gets in, his first point will be a dunk shot. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and who them kids hooks got? <laughs> uh, oh, I know what the other one was. Will Carmelo Anthony play on another team this year? Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. Should Carmelo Anthony play on another? Let's just say no. I want him to, but no. Yeah, he will. Yeah, I. He's gonna do. He's gonna be great. He's gonna make his comeback. He's gonna. People are gonna love. I, I I would guess yes too. Just uh, yeah. Yeah. So how about how about how about that, Nick? The Rockets sent Carmelo Carmelo Anthony home, (laughs) and the NBA didn't call that team at all about it. Rockets send him away in the rocket ship. <laughs> uh, okay, that's that's the end of my uh, lightning round questions. Do you guys have any other other quick predictor questions for the rest of the season? Um, you know, do they do MVP for general managers? Sort of. Who gets that? They do. They do. Who gets GM best, of the year? Who gets best GM of the year? Oh, uh, I bet Presty. Jim. <clears throat> Presty, or um, would it be the well? If the Sixers finish at the top, Elton Brand might get it. Yeah, Elton Brand owns a team. He's a GM for GM. the Sixers. Oh, cool manager. They Didn't make the decisions. Yeah, the Tobias Harris thing's looking pretty good right now. Actually, it seems oh, yeah. like a lot well, to get. Yeah, and he brought Jimmy Butler, yeah. so that could. Yeah, I could if it works out. I could see Elton get. Yeah, or uh, you know uh, Masai Ujiri. Yeah, Masai. Yeah, he could get it for making the Kawhi move and then bringing in um, yeah. Marcus All. Yep. Depending on how their situation ends up. Yeah, I think those are two two solid mm-hmm. choices there. 
Who are we kidding though? Bob Myers deserves. Bob Myers. Right? Bob Myers getting boogie, boogie cousin. That I mean, not not just getting boogie cousins, getting him for five mil. He just fleece. What a rip Fleece the league. Oh. Yeah. Well, we know Dell Dems. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sleep on uh, Rob Polinka when he bring, when he brings in Carmelo Anthony. Oh man. Okay. Uh, I've got an, I've got another question. Okay, go for it. Will Will ESPN bring back cold pizza? <laughs> uh, does it have to be with Skip Bayless or without Skip Bayless? What's cold pizza? I don't care. That was the original oh, first take. That? No, I don't remember that. It's the original that's first what, take. Yeah, that was the name of it. It it, it that's what first that that's the former name of first take. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was Skip Bayless and this other guy. I forget the other yeah. guy's name, but then they brought on Stephen A. Yeah. Okay. And then it morphed into first take. And, uh, you know, sports fans everywhere have just been resentful. They're <laughs> 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 hungry for that cold pizza. I just want pizza. Cool. So, next question. By, will we will we have J. A. Adandi on our podcast before the end of uh, this basketball season? Hey, he's an LA native. Maybe. Hey, shoot for the stars, right? Land on the moon, dude. Shoot for the stars, land on the moon. Get on the rockets. I think that's it. It might be possible to get some of the uh, celebrity uh, all stars on the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty realistic, isn't it? YouTube influencer. Oh. Hey, you know what? If we get if we get big enough. Maybe one of you can be on the Celebrity All-Star game. Wow. But no one would know what we look Yeah, like. when you're Celebrity yeah. All-Star, they say your name, right? And underneath it just says Influencer. You know this game, yeah. this game is not worth watching. Was yeah. that a, did somebody have that? Yeah. They have to say who you are and what you did. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. funny. Uh, Excuse me. You are just, you aren't a celebrity. <laughs> you know, dynamite. All right. Thank you for joining Lowering the Rim. And uh, we're going to uh, put the goal back up to regulation height. Yeah.